Hey, McFly, what do you think you're doing? Hey, I'm talking to you, McFly, you Irish bug. Oh, hey, Biff. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Yeah, you got my homework finished, McFly? Uh, well, actually, I figured since it wasn't due till Monday. Think, McFly. <laughs> think. I'll get kicked out of school. You wouldn't want that to happen, would you? Would you? Well, now, of course not. No, Biff, I wouldn't no. want that to happen. And that's from Back to the Future. And have you ever been bullied? Have you ever been in a situation where you're going into school and you know the kids are going to be at you again? Or maybe you're going into work and the bullying might change its flavor a little bit. It may not be so obvious. It may just be people rolling their eyes when you walk in or whispering in a corner. And you know they're talking about you because you can see those furtive looks and yet... Nothing comes out in the open, so you can't deal with it. How do you deal with a bully? I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And, of course, you want to arm yourself uh, with self-defense skills so that you don't have to live with a bully. You don't have to work with a bully. I mean, you may have to work with them, yes, but you need to know how to defend yourself. And um, you can pick up the phone right now and give me a call. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your call some questions on anything that's on your mind. And right now I want to welcome Tina to the show. Tina, you're dealing with an alcoholic husband? Yeah. Um, been married 24 years. Wow. Has he been um, an alcoholic the whole time? Um, I guess he was, but I didn't know it because he kept, had kept it secret for so many years. He's okay. a drinker. Okay. But he drinks every day and, you know, he used to be like, two of the big bottles of vodka a day. <laughs> He's <laughs> killing himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've raised, we've raised five kids. They're kind of out on their own, kind of young adults now. Okay, what's the but, old, what's the youngest? Yeah. How old? Uh, oldest is um, young 30s, youngest is uh, 19. Okay, but they're not in the house anymore. Well, one is the college one keeps bouncing back. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I think. Uh, um, uh, let's see. I'm 55 now. Okay. And financially, I, you know, can't separate. Yep. And I'm kind of like wondering what I can do with my life because this isn't going to stop. I've tried going. Went to Al-Anon. I went to counseling myself. My counselor said my standards weren't high enough because <laughs> I, I took it. He's not physically abusive. Yeah. He's not verbally abusive, but he's drunk every day, fall, I mean, every day, falls yeah. down. He's gotten caught drinking once at work, and he had to go through a program. If he gets caught again, he's going to be fired. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's his family history. Uh, we've done, I've tried marriage counseling, and... What and would I you like? Sorry for him, because he doesn't understand, he doesn't, I tried to say, can you, can you repeat back to me if you understand how I feel? And he, I think he has the inability to understand how other people feel about things. Uh, just like what is he? What do you think he's running away from? I I don't know. You think there's a lot of guilt? I mean, be, I apart think, from the drinking. I think it's habit. Okay. Habit, and I mean, he's drained bank accounts, just you know, the like the second mortgage and everything. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what right you're now. you know I can hear you laughing. What would you what would be the best outcome for you? I want to be up when he's not drinking on the very rare occasion like one day in the summer. Yeah. Went without drinking. You know, sleep with him. <laughs> like 
It is, and it just melts in his arms. I love him. The best outcome for me would have him stop, have him be stop drinking because he's a very intelligent man, but he can't stop. And when and he he knows you've gone to Al-Anon, he knows you've yeah. gone to counseling, and he won't get any treatment for himself apart apart from court ordered treatment. Yes, he did the court ordered treatment. It yeah. lasted the six months. He went, but he but it, of course it didn't take. And I had sent him to counseling once, and the, he, and the counselor says, "Why are you here?" He says, "My my wife made me come." And the guy okay. said, "Oh, she's fine." But he, David never spoke about the drinking. So I guess he thinks it's my problem. Well, he doesn't. He knows that it's his problem, but uh, that's part of the denial, isn't it? Um, so l- let me, when you first called, I thought you were looking to escape from the marriage. I thought you were saying, you know, if if I'm financially secure, if I were financially secure, I would leave him. My kids are almost out of the house. I just have one more kid in the house. And I would love to not have to wake up every morning and wonder, what if? What if he's driving when drunk? What if he gets fired from his job? I don't want to see the bottles of vodka. I don't want to smell it on his breath. I don't want to hear him slurring anymore. I am so sick of this lifestyle. I want to be able to wake up and be my own person. Go make eggs if I want to. Go make some coffee and not have the atmosphere in the house, this heaviness, this problem that someone refuses to solve. That's absolutely correct. If you're wanting that, then you have raised your standards. Oh. And <laughs> because you're you're valuing yourself enough that you want to have, if you think of weather, instead of a cloudy day or a rainy day or a stormy day every day, you want to be able to wake up and feel like it's fresh and clear inside your own house, the atmosphere. And you have every right to part ways. In fact, I've written a book that um, is called the, it's, it's going to sound like an odd title, The Selfish Path to Romance. And it doesn't mean the type of selfish that your husband is. It means self-valuing. Can you be true to yourself and find someone you can truly cherish and they cherish themselves enough? Notice he's not self-valuing. He's self-destructive. But if you could eventually find a partner who values himself enough and you you have a friendship, you have a wonderful companion and you don't have to worry about it. I mean, of course, everybody's got to deal with conflict, but not the type that he ref- refuses to solve for so many years. And he hid it from you. He betrayed you. People think of alcohol as the other woman. woman. Yeah, and I feel like there's a, there's a bottle in between us. Even in bed, even I, I have begged him even like, sober just one day for my birthday yeah and not done that because I feel sad because you know I, I do love him when he's not drinking he's like I just absolutely adore him <laughs> Yeah, but he's just, and that's the part that confused me because I can hear your ambivalence. The other part of you wants to stay with him because if he allowed himself to be the person that, the potential that you see in him, it would be absolutely phenomenal. However, that's not who he is. What you see is what he could have made of himself and your hopes, and it's really your fantasy of him, isn't it? (laughs) I mean, 
Yeah. If he if he said to you, I can't wait to change, you know, right now I'm holding in my hand a book that's a phenomenal cognitive therapy book calling tre- Treating Alcohol Dependence. It's mm-hmm. multiple, it's a, co- it's a coping skills training guide. And the first author is Peter Monte on it. There are multiple authors. I won't go through them. But they have the, the toolboxes, which I'm sure you found out about at Al-Anon, the skills that he could learn to turn his life around are there, but you can't hold on forever. I mean, you may be at the end of your life and then wondering, why did I do this? You're still, re- I think of you as young because I'm your age. <laughs> You're still young. You've got a lot of life in you. You could go dancing. You could you could just really in- milk your life. Um, and you'd have to mourn the loss of what you thought could have been your relationship and the father of your kids. And you may, and maybe if he thinks, sees that you're serious, you sound so sweet. Maybe if he sees that you're serious, maybe he will change. You know, maybe. But if you're hanging around forever, that is your choice. Yeah. It's just I can hear you're on both sides of the fence. Part of you wants the liberation, and not ever having to deal with an alcoholic again. And part of you, Tina, still loves the person that you, if you could, if you could make his choices, he would be. I, listen, (laughs) yeah, what I'm, what I would recommend is you could get my book at selfishromance.com and it's making yourself lovable, which it sounds like you already are, and how to find the right partner and how to part ways if it's not working out. Thank you so much for the call. Are you looking to get into a new relationship? Well, pick up this book, The Selfish Path to Romance, with Dr. Ellen Kenner and with Dr. Edward Locke. The first chapter is free online. Go to her website. It's drkenner.com. This book, without question, is important for those in a healthy relationship or maybe those that are seeking a healthy, loving, mature relationship. Do you find that you're always picking the wrong partner? Or maybe it's someone that you know, choosing the right partner, how to cherish your partner, creating intimacy. It's Dr. Ellen Kenner, The Selfish Path to Romance, available on Amazon right now. Romance doesn't just happen. This book brings you closer to the passion, love, excitement you desire in a romantic relationship. Listen, before you join a dating service, first, read Dr. Kenner's book. The first chapter is free online. Go to her website, drkenner.com. DrKenner.com, available on Amazon right now.